Hi, welcome to another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. I'm Paul Warren. I'm Ryan Klein. And today we have a special guest, a special SEO guest of ours. Uh, Andrew Hernandez. Uh, Andrew, why don't you tell us a little about what you do right now? Well, right now I do basic, basically uh, more digital marketing. Uh, previously, I was doing a lot of link building and SEO stuff that way. So you say you have a, a background in SEO. It's what you knew for a bit. Yeah, absolutely. So if you listen to our last podcast, we discussed how you can take on clients and everything that you need to actually like, get a client, uh, to pitch to them, and to service that client. So this is going to be sort of a continuation of what we talked about there, and it's once you get these clients, and let's say you still have a full-time job, how do you balance having multiple clients and a full-time SEO gig? Cool. Uh, that's that's uh, pretty much what we're going to go into starting right now. So like Paul said, um, you have your, your first client, and it's going pretty well. Um, you know, you chat with them maybe via email once or twice a week, maybe a monthly phone call. Then you get another one. Now you got two of them. Then you have four, then five, and then you get into a crossroads where all of a sudden you've lost your mind. You're saying, "Oh man, I, I can't really do all this at once, especially full time job too." So we're gonna discuss what it looks like when you're gonna start maybe doing a little out, uh, outsourcing, what you're gonna outsource, how you're gonna go about doing that. Um, and pretty much what your options are. Yeah. And so this is a real true life podcast right here. We're not bullshitting. Uh, you know, this is actually like Ryan has has gone through this entire process where he he was working a full time job and then got to the point where he's like, I can't take any more clients and keep this job. So he sort of had to make that decision what he was going to do. I'm a little bit in that situation. I've had a, multiple clients for a couple of years now. But I've always maintained a full time job, but I'm sort of looking at that direction of how do I get to the point where like I don't need to take uh, a full-time gig anymore and, and just add more and more clients to it. And that's why we have you here, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I want that problem, honestly, but uh, I'm looking to definitely take some of that burden off of you know someone else if they have too much on their plate. Yeah. One thing as someone who does SEO just by yourself and you, you have clients by yourself, you never seem to have a problem of finding clients. I mean, they might not be the client that you really want, but like, just like whenever you can do anything, that's a, you know, like everyone has like a business idea, and you always have someone come to you. Oh, you know how to do SEO? Oh, my, my cousin has this idea, and it's like really cool. And you're like, oh shit, now I'm stuck with this client. Um, I don't really know how to service it. I don't know how to deal with this, but I have just one extra one, and so it can be like kind of a pain in the butt. But in this situation, we're looking at getting some clients that are in a particular niche from Ryan here. Yeah. And so we're going to try and build out just a specific pipeline just to serve this one type of client. Sure. And uh, <clears throat> if you listened to our last podcast last week, you're going to know that this niche is pretty much fitness and a wellness. Um, pretty much we're in a situation where, um, just, just to recap or preface from the last one, uh, my agency is kind of starting to have a threshold with the kind of clients we can take on. So fitness is a pretty unique industry where you have um, personal you know, personal trainers and instructors and, and kind of niche fitness that uh, they don't really have like the biggest budget in the world. Um, so they're looking to spend um, for what for us would be on the lower end. We wouldn't be able to take them on. So the process now is these are going to go to Paul. Paul's going to close them and then he's going to start working on these these accounts. Um, but he is set up in a very unique situation that he is yet to take advantage of. But we will very shortly, when we're done with this podcast, uh, where we're getting enough of these leads where they could really be flipped and, and turned clients and they could happen. Yeah, very, hopefully very the next quickly. podcast we'll be talking about depositing money from these clients Yeah, uh, yeah in, in my account. How, yeah, how to spend the money 
that you get from these clients. But uh, but uh, yeah, what I was gonna say real, real quick is um, we're, yeah, we are getting about one, uh, you know almost one of these leads a day, so it could easily only take a couple of weeks before you have this unique situation. So I have a question. So how do you? Someone comes to you and say, hey, can you you know can you market my CrossFit gym or whatever it is, and yeah. you you literally can't take it on. How do you? Do you, do you let them know, hey, I'm going to pass you on to somewhere else, or do you kind of accept it and on the back end you're passing it off? No, I don't want to give people the false impression that mm-hmm. we're going to be doing it. Yeah. Um, this isn't a white labeling operation. We're not um, like signing them up under the the front of, of Mark and my market. You're and then business and then completely outsourcing all of it to someone else. Uh, all, all I'm doing is saying, hey, like we're not the perfect fit for like what you're looking for because you have like this budget, mm-hmm. but, but Paul is like freaking awesome, and he doesn't – I mean, actually, this whole process is – it's very straightforward. We're just saying you know, we have a lot of overhead, and therefore, like, our prices are more. You're going to work with Paul. He has a lot less overhead. He's going to be charged less, but he's well, going to do a great job. That's pretty much how it's going to go yeah. down. And really, the only way that this can, can work is if we keep the, the cost of running this business to a certain price point. So that's sort yeah. of why Ryan can't handle these clients as it is, because he would just lose money handling mm-hmm. them compared to, like, what do you have to do for like the other clients that bring in a lot more money? Yeah, because we have champagne lunches and those add up, and you know, <laughs> company retreats. No. Kombucha is a, a strong addiction that's very expensive, <laughs> yeah. so you got to pay for that somehow. It's actually more expensive to do it yourself. <laughs> anyway, um, so so let's talk about the hypothetical, which is actually going to happen. Okay, so uh, everything's going well. You've refined your pitch. Um, you're passing along. We've uh, tweaked our process, and now you have five clients. And now you're at the point where it's hard to do everything at the same time. For, what would be the first thing that you would have in mind? So I know for me, uh, when I so there's, there's a number of clients that when I get to, it just becomes extremely hard for me to give them the amount of service that they need uh, to be comfortable, and they can even be kind of low um, requirement clients in general. Like you know, they're not a particularly needy client, but for me, it's like ten. So it's like I can really with a main like full time job. And then take on 10 clients and like you do all that think stuff. You can take 10? I've had 10 before. That's hard. Uh, it's very hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's yeah. like, so, but th- that's like stretching it and like having really good relationships with those clients. Um, I mean, Johan, uh, I like never really send him reports at this point and he's been my client for like five years. Uh, but you want to just send like bi-weekly or monthly reports to these people and you want to, you know, obviously get results. So I've never really been worried about getting the results. Like for me, like that's what I like doing, right? Is like like I can, you know, figure out like the keywords they need, like make sure like the on-site SEO is like taken care of and like all the technical technical stuff. Um, that's what I like doing anyways. What I don't like doing is is like putting together reports or like sending it back and being like the front person to that client and like communicating with them all the time. Uh, great with selling at them, selling like the services to them. Mm-hmm. Don't want to be like the go-to like in between person. For, for that kind of so thing. Essentially so essentially the, the account management? Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of account management. I've never been, like, it's just not something like I'm good at and it's like fighting upstream for me. You know, what's interesting is account manager is technically the last role we filled at Market My Market. So uh, the way that we hired, we hired uh, content, was the first person we ever hired was a content writer. And then it was like web dev slash SEO. And then it was like sales. And then the last person was an account manager. So we actually didn't have an account manager up until a year ago, and we already had more than 30 clients or so. Do you think that's how you would do it again if you could do it over? No. So would, you, <laughs> would, you start, would you hire an account? 
Honestly, you have to have an SEO. I would have like an SEO and slash account manager. Like you're not doing if you have your agency at all, and, and you know what you're doing from a technical standpoint, which you obviously know how to do SEO. Uh, you're doing sales anyways, you know. So like, like how much of the sales did you do when you were starting out with the, the agency? Probably like a ton of it, right? Uh, I mean, it, it just it scales uh, depending on what's coming in, I guess. Because because now like the only people that I talk to as far as sales are um, inbound and referrals. Like I don't do cold calling. I don't do yeah, but uh, but that's now. But think but about back like, then I didn't do cold calling. So you were just doing well. Even if it's even if you never did cold calling, right? Mm-hmm. You were the person contacting the lead, and you were the oh, person yeah. selling them on your service. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, no one else is gonna do it. Yeah. So you kind of have to like there has to be a component whenever you're doing this that's like you're gonna have to do sales. Yeah, you should always sell. Yeah. You're, you're, you're gonna like, have to sell your product. There's multiple you reasons have to why you'd be sales too. Yeah. So yeah, you're like the representative you're selling like yourself kind of deal, you know. Yeah. So we're in that order of, you know, I think you mentioned content person, link builder. Uh, you said just an SEO, a couple other positions. Where would you then hire now if you do over again an account manager? Oh, like at what phase? Yeah. Well, the thing is that I try to do it like a little bit more hybrid. So I'd, put, I'd, I'd find something that was like, uh, I mean, it's tough because you got to, when you're starting off, it's really hard to hire people that are like really like experienced already. I think you're trying to find a unicorn, like yeah. someone that can do. No, you only need to, you only need to do two, not like yeah. five things. No, I I wouldn't expect to be like, man, I really want to find someone that like freaking is awesome at WordPress and is outgoing and yeah. can do account management. Like you, you want them to just at least fill maybe two roles. That's probably what you. Do. Yeah, and that's also the, the scope much. of like what you do too is is a lot broader than what we're gonna do. Because you you're doing web design and everything right. on top of that, we're yeah. we're just providing, you know, SEO and uh, Facebook advertising and things like that. Like we we expect them to already have a website when they come come to us. If they don't, I mean, they're probably going to be your client. But uh, for the any, website, anyways, more yeah. Than likely, yeah. So yeah, like I'm I'm not uh, in the web design business, and I don't plan on on doing that anytime soon or hiring like a creative uh, person to to design those. So that's not even like an issue for us, right? So it's just managing literally like the SEO campaigns, or if there's paid search or social campaigns. So so let's say let's 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 go back to a hypothetical then. Okay. okay. So let's say you get to that point, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna work with Andrew. Come here, Andrew. We're oh, gonna start yeah. doing work together. Um, ideally, what would you want this fella doing for you? And then and then after that set aside, what would you expect your relationship with Paul to be like and expect Ooh, from him? Oh man, mm. this is good. Should be a mediator. It's fantastic. <laughs> really? Wrong podcast. I got to yeah, do my mediation tip. <laughs> um, so I know that you ultimately probably want to play like your strengths if you can in the situation, right? And so like I just have a lot of experience doing tech, like you know, making sure like the link building is taken care of, like the keywords, the actual like results for like what we're doing is like taken care of mm-hmm. uh, for running like ad campaigns with like Facebook paid search, all that stuff. Uh, what I don't want to like really have to do is like just communicate with that client or like contact potential clients. I mean, I can be on like a call and stuff, but like I want to just take care of the stuff that's actually like getting the results and then, you know, providing a format to like report that. Uh, but like, I don't want to have to like maintain any that's the relationship. So you want Andrew <clears throat> speaking to the clients. So you're going to sell it and I, you're going to essentially hand I'm not it off saying already. I want Andrew to do it. I'm saying 
what <laughs> I want to do is these things is uh-huh. is what like I'm more comfortable doing and I, I want to spend my time doing more technical stuff yeah like it's not that I'm uncomfortable talking to clients I, I'm totally fine talking to clients if like no, I have time when it comes up whatever yeah. yeah I don't have any problem doing that I'm saying for me because of my skill set uh, with just ranking websites what I what I'm doing like I'd rather spend my time doing something like that or like creating like a larger like PBN site to like rank local clients and stuff and like you setting can't say everything PBN, up. PBN, you're gonna have to you're gonna bleep that out. Yeah, if you're not doing that for certain niches, then you're probably not in business. So you should just not worry about that. Bleep. It's <laughs> okay. not a bad word. It's not a bad word. All right. Everyone knows it exists now. Yeah, it's just, yeah it's I don't know about word. that. I'd say like 10% SEOs know what it is. Well, so yeah, so for me, like doing the technical stuff, like I can crank that stuff out in like a short amount of time and like service a bunch of clients. But like we're yeah, like really service them, you know, they're real happy. Uh, but uh, yeah, so for for me, like that's that's like where I'm in my zone. Like I, I can do all that work and get it done like really really quickly and, and service like all those clients. Um, it's just like the follow up and making sure like reports and like all that that other stuff and like billing and like invoices, like all that stuff. Uh, it's like swimming upstream for me. It's like, oh man, I got to do this instead right, right, of like, right. I want to do it. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So now you got to do the flip side. Flip side. Like, yeah. Well, did, well, did you even answer the question? I did. I, did I, you, did you say, what is Andrew going to be doing? I would want Andrew to do that. Uh, but if Andrew doesn't want to do that, mm-hmm. we can split, uh, those responsibilities. So we're just discussing. Andrew wants to do it. Do that portion of it? Well, I will say say this. I'm completely comfortable doing, you know, any any part of it. Um, I think that... What would you rather do? um, That's a good question, too. That is is a very good question. You know what? (laughs) What do you want to be when you grow up? (laughs) Tell me about your dreams. That's (laughs) definitely an astronaut, but I I don't think that's on the table here. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like I, I'll, I could do the the account management. I can do, you know, the following ups and the billing and all that stuff. I think my my end goal or big picture thing is, you know, I just don't want to get. I, I wouldn't want to get cornered into that. So, definitely, um, some sort of like sharing of responsibilities would be ideal. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think whenever, you, just like now, uh, with the clients I have, mm-hmm. you're. There's a sense that you're always on call because you kind of always are on call. Yeah. 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 So it's sort of like first man up to respond uh, to that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if you're if you get an email from a client and it's like 12:30, the expectation shouldn't be, oh, well, someone else will take care of this right. in the morning. Right. Um, you know, if you're there, you're awake, you see it, you can take care of it, you take care of it then. Um, and that's just a good, you know, that's just running a good uh, agency and a good client experience. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't have any expectation of like, oh, and you're just going to do all this all the time. It's like none of my business because mm-hmm. this is both of our business when right. we're doing this, right? So, uh, but I just think probably given our skill set, because I don't know how strong you are in like actually like doing like SEO for, for clients right? because I've done it for so long. Like I just know it's what, what, what I'm strong at. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm totally down with, you know, going with the flow, you know, if, if someone feels strongly one way. I, I just want to say is that, like I think that um, it's not even just like SEO. I think it's just like the way it's going now, like just in general with you know jobs and technology. It, I like to be to be versatile. Like I like you know I don't like cornering myself. I don't like. I mean, specialty specialization is very good for you know certain industries. I think SEO is one of those where like the more you know, the better. 
So, yeah, and, and there's, I want to point out too, I mean, there, there's plenty of areas that I'm not an expert in at all. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a PVC, like, expert. I know enough to get by, but, right. like, you probably wouldn't hire me to, like, really run your campaign at, like, a larger company just mm-hmm. because, like, I don't have the experience level of, like... You can wing it. I mean, I could wing it. <laughs> you probably do better than most people. I've been winging SEO for, like, 10 years, right? So it's working out. But then you got it. Yeah, then I got it. Well, that's how you got to do it. After everything. nine years, I got it. Um... But, you know, in, like, Facebook advertising, I, I've done it to some degree for, like, full-time jobs, but, you know, I wouldn't feel comfortable just opening a Facebook advertising agency, and, like, that was what we specialized in, and I'm going to get you, like, baller results and, like, crush it, because um, I just don't have the little confidence uh, mm-hmm. in, like, my ability to do that yet. So, like, even amongst those things that we could offer, like, we would want to find other people to potentially, like, outsource those things mm-hmm. to, um, mm-hmm. and just, you know, and just manage that. Well, what's going to be good about this, um, I guess, venture is that the scope that you're going to be able to provide to these fitness instructors is going to be like very clearly established and it's going to be within like packages. Right. So I don't know if you all worked on packages yet, but it's going to be like, you know, we're going to do, you know, SEO and it's, and it's uh, end goal is maps and organic listings. And I'm going to do that by doing like this, this, and this, it's going to be very, very clear. And then, like, you're going to do, I think, some social or offer some social? We're going to – so we, we talked about this in the last podcast, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these particular clients love packages, right? They yeah. love, you know, blogs to be included in that. They love, you know, social uh, posts to be, like, promoted. They probably don't even really know about, uh, like, Facebook advertising as far as, like, mm-hmm. Facebook lead they, ads. They, they may, they may like have that. had a failed campaign in the I past. I mean, they, they might know about, like, <laughs> doing promoted posts. They may have done that themselves, but they probably haven't, like – actually created a Facebook advertising account, right? Yeah. Uh, they don't know how to like judge conversions or, or like play around with uh, with any of that kind of stuff. So we sort of have to offer them a package of things and we want them to pick the highest package because we want money from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also it's it's probably a better option for them because it's gonna maximize their, their opportunity to get sales and, and, and new people coming in the door. But yeah, so that uh, is exactly what I had in mind to do. So we sort of like create this uh, this package that's specific to like their, you know, their business. Um, and then we kind of just, just pitch all that to mm-hmm. them and, and then sign them up for it. Well, I mean, the good thing about knowing the packages is, is you know exactly what you're going to have to outsource or delegate. So if you're like, I know it's only going to be content, social, some paid social and some, um, you know, strategy calls with them and reporting, then you're going to know, like, those are the things that Andrew will do X, Y, and Z. I'll hire maybe like one person off of Upwork for like this one thing, and that's that's it. That's the extent of yeah, what needs really to be delegated. Really, the really the only thing that you can't outsource is the person that's the the face of that client, like the actual Contact. like account. Yes, you can. You can. I mean, you can. I would. Ads. I would never do it. You like can't a, do that. You could do like a virtual receptionist, and you're like, who's who are you? I don't know if I would. <laughs> who are you? In in this situation, the what only thing uh, that we're not you sound like potentially going to be out, outsourcing is that, right? No, I would never. I've never done it. I've never really heard of anyone doing it. And I would ne- like, yeah, and they're that, also signing up with you weird. because they're trusting you. Like, there's a there's a trust level, and like they bought into like what you're I mean, selling. I mean, half the stuff is that they're buying you. If they like you and you sound confident, so you can't say you're not confident about stuff. But, but yeah, like, I can. Do I would everything. be confident. Yeah. selling them on the idea. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't um, be confident personally doing. But yeah, that's like the thing a little bit with fitness is um. 
I think that, so I, you know, I work with all lawyers and like lawyers tend to understand more. Um, so like when I talk to a lawyer and I say, I'm going to be the lead on the account, but I'm going to have other people assisting me on the accounts, AKA my account manager. And then my account manager, yes, ends up being the, not necessarily the only, by no means the only point of contact, but like the semi-preferred point of contact thereafter. So the lawyer never feels like, like they'll never talk to me ever again. I never give the impression like you can, you can always call me email, like I'll respond to you, but it's kind of like understood that there's a chain of command. Like, like, you, like they, they get, get it. it. They get this it. This is the person that'll probably respond the fastest. Yeah, and then but they, but they, but they get it because they have legal assistance. And yeah, they do the exact same thing. So they're in the same situation, you know? They're like, you know, we're I'm this guy and I'm my account manager. You're going to talk to you and then you're the lawyer and then you have your you know office manager, your, your legal assistant, and they might be the point of contact for each other, but like the lawyer, you know, they understand. Yeah. Fitness instructor doesn't have anyone It's below. usually a one-man show. Or they don't have anyone behind yeah, so, so they're going to want to talk to you. One or two people. Uh, they're they're going to want to probably talk to you. Mm-hmm. And and this is also probably going to be a niche of client where you're going to have to really explain a lot of stuff. So we're going to need like a really good guided onboarding process well, dude, of everything how everything is, is going to work. Dude, setting expectations is like – it's so freaking important for fitness because if you don't like set expectations and tell them like kind of how it's going to go down, like – a week will go by and they'll say, I don't have any leads. I'm concerned about our account. Yeah. Like that's what happens. So let's go a little bit back uh, to talking about outsourcing things because it's mm-hmm. a little more topic of, uh, of the podcast too. So Andrew, I don't, I don't know your experiences uh, with outsourcing uh, parts of your job. Uh, I don't know if you've done the, a lot the, of that. the actual job itself. Not maybe that, just well, other well, par- well, parts well, of it. I'll like, tell you what, yeah, I've, yeah. I've had a few interns. Well, that's, oh, sure. That's, okay, that's, sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh, sp- speaking of which, you you could get an intern pretty easily for your gig. Uh, I wouldn't feel comfortable yet doing that. Maybe at some point. Maybe maybe if we if we get like fifteen, we're at fifteen clients. Just get a, like PO, that. get a PO box. Have them work by the PO box. <laughs> just, uh, just have them work digitally. You know. Uh, oh yeah, of course that makes more sense. Um, but I have a lot of experience outsourcing uh, certain aspects of my job that mm-hmm. are very like monotonous and boring. Um, so, you know, whenever I have like a local client, I don't particularly want to build citations mm-hmm. ever. Um, so I, I will outsource that to just someone that I find through, there's like websites like, like conquer.io uh, is, cool. is a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, you can always find stuff on blackout world. You can, I mean, just depending on the type give, of thing, give, you can give the fiber. folks some, some white hats, resources, some people are scared. They're resources. scared. People get scared when you say black hat. Yeah, well, Black Hat World has plenty of. Uh, I don't know if they have a lot of white hat resources on there they, uh, they, at all. They a little do. bit. Well, Black Hat is like. I don't get, we don't want to get sidetracked. This is a side note. But Black yeah. Hat doesn't mean it's necessarily Black Hat. It's typically just just, just really just website. thinking outside the, the box and just really trying to push crap as far as it can go. Yeah, there, there's plenty of normal services, you know, content writers on there that write good quality content, um, that if you're not like a writer, I'm not a writer. I personally never like want to write articles for any blog or any website. So I outsource that. Well, that's, um, I mean, that's a good point. We should have mentioned that. Uh, basically if you're going to be <clears throat> working on these accounts, you're never ever going to write a single blog or article or webpage unless you just genuinely freaking love writing. In about, which case you should be a writer. And, and then you should just be a writer. be doing yeah. this job. Yeah. Um, so for writing, I always use Upwork. Uh, it's probably the best website to find quality writers uh, for less, and you can really set the terms of like what you're what you're looking for from from an article and how much it's going to cost. It's great. Yeah, I yeah. mean they're used to they're everything. Used to working with 
you. Everything that so. I had written at my current job, uh, you know, I found a really good writer, and he's in South Africa, and he writes baller articles that are like a thousand words for like ten dollars an article. No way. Yeah, he, that's fantastic. He does a fan, like, really great job at it. Um, you know, it's in the financial niche, and he knows he oh, does ten, what that ten cents niche a word? is. That's yeah. crazy. It's so it's really really good deal. Oh, I got I got hard facts with how much you should pay per word. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Ten cents is extremely cheap. So let me let me think off the top, top of my head. So if you want a crappy article, um, for God knows what reason, uh, you'll pay between seven and twelve cents a word. I think that you're going to start approaching pretty quality work at maybe about eighteen, eighteen twenty cents, and then if you're going to get to like some pretty pretty freaking rad articles, it's probably going to be thirty or fifty cents. I would, I would totally agree with that. That's about it. I lucked out with this particular person. Uh, Ten cents he, he is makes pretty, a good living. pretty unheard of. Yeah, he makes he makes a good living off of doing that, and he also really likes writing. So, you know, like, uh, it's uh, essentially the only person I, I use at this point uh, at, at my current job, which I won't be at very much longer. Oh, nice. So, I'm, yeah, Congratulations. I'm breaking news. <clears throat> so, breaking news from a month ago. Um, it's like, what? <laughs> But I, like I know, you, everyone's been enjoying this podcast, and Paul sounds like he's going to talk about. It. He's off the market. Off the market. He, he yes. already is off the market. So by the time you're hearing this, he may already start his other job. Probably not. Uh, that's going to be like two weeks. These have people two don't. More people don't know when we're recording this. In between then. Right now, this this is this is uh, June 27, 2015, right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So. There's a lot of really great resources out there to outsource particular things if you kind of want to run that agency model and you don't want to hire someone to do that that thing full time. And honestly, when you're starting out, you really can't afford to do that yeah. for like a lot of different reasons. There's so many reasons it's so hard. Unless you want to try to hire someone as an independent contractor and then force them to go into an office like I did with my first employee. Oh, tell us about this, Ryan. <laughs> no, that's that's it. No, you were, no you're that gonna, sounded like a great story. No, no, story. you were going like to say something about, about this. No. <laughs> Well, my, I'm, the first person I ever hired um, was uh, a girl named uh, Lorraine. Lorraine? Oh, crap. How was Lorraine? No, Lorraine, sorry. Lorraine. My bad. If, if, if you're hearing this, Lorraine, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> it seemed like she was very important to you. Uh, yeah, you so basically, I don't really know why we just decided to do it. So like uh, Chase and I were working separate jobs. I was working in a law office. She was actually working from home. And when I got off the law office, we wanted like a meetup point, like kind of like on the way back home for me and somewhere close to him to like meet up after hours, yeah. like work on stuff. So we got an office at um, 2787 East Oakland uh, Park Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, a All couple right. miles from the beach, really really old building. We got um, an, an uh, office that was about the size of my kitchen. It was probably like 12 by 12, perfect, perfect like small nice. square, threw a couple Ikea tables in it. And um, and we're like, well, let's uh, let's hire someone. And she came in because um, I mean, historically, when I ever started, you know, con- I'm not a, I'm not a content is king kind of person. I know you're not a content is king kind of person. Content is is important, but it's not the most important thing in the world. But I still wanted to make sure we started on the trajectory of having in-house content. I knew I always wanted to have in-house content. You know, uh, not in the beginning, but. As we grew, I was one of that. It's a good thing to offer, right? It's just, it just is, and you have control over it, and you can groom someone, and eventually you're gonna have, with good direction and good like leadership. Well, not really leadership, but just like feedback and and management. You're, you'll have like an in-house writer that's, pretty freaking good for like, ten or twelve dollars an hour. 
Yeah. Which pays off more than outsourcing completely. So, you know, after a while, you know, you set benchmarks, you're like, oh, how long is it taking you to write a blog? Like 30 minutes? How about 25 minutes? How about 20 minutes? How about 18 minutes? And before you know it, like you're having people that are writing um, pretty good blogs in like 15 minutes and they write four, four in an hour and that means it's $3 a blog. Which you you can't you can't get that if you outsource. Mm -hmm. No, you, you, just, uh, you, you definitely can't. You can't. I well, mean, if you, you go way overseas, you can. But I don't, don't want to do that. Yeah, you're you're really dealing with people who aren't native English speakers. No. When you're, you know, like I can I can get a, a pretty big article written for like four dollars, but it's gonna be garbage. Uh, it's, it's not a bad be, article. It's it's and one of the bigger things you have to worry about uh, when you're paying like at that price point is the amount of plagiarism that goes into it. Because like a lot of people will literally just. Oh, copy I mean, I, I copy scape absolutely everything. Yeah. So that's another thing too is if you outsource anything like that, you absolutely have to copy scape, and you want to go through a third-party website or app or whatever because that money that's going to be sent to those people is held in, in like escrow, and you can get it refunded back to you. Yeah. And if if they if they do anything like that, and you know, banned. And I've had to do that several times with some pretty low-quality writers. Uh, again, they were writing for like PBN websites, so I didn't really care that much about the quality, but I didn't want to come nah, yeah, directly from Investopedia. So. <laughs> Side note, worst thing that I ever did when it came to content, used a spinner and then had a, oh, yeah, and then, and then had a person edit the spinner to make sense, <laughs> or edit the sp this fun content. Yeah, you're talking about DNN links. So you're better off just getting a writer. To well, get if well, you like, can do the yeah. contract route like you did with this person, like if, if we... Hiring a full-time person is not a thing we can do at this moment. Like we no, can't you, I, would, I would never recommend. But once you start getting, once you get to a point where you're like, okay, I need, I need like 40 articles a month. Like, mm, no, you probably need more than that. So I, you, you I guess to, the point that you're saying is you gotta slowly build to it, and then when you can't do it by these other channels anymore, and it's like becomes. Uh, like cheaper really to, to like hire it, someone. It, it does. That's when you start looking at doing these other options. But then that's when you take your first step towards actually having an agency, though. Yeah. And then that's that's scary. That's the A word. Yeah, I know. It's the, I, it, it's a, it is definitely a scary thing. Like the the, the prospect of, of servicing this many clients is, is terrifying to me in like a lot of ways because it's a lot of work. You're just scared of commitment. I'm not necessarily scared of. I mean, all right, Brian. <laughs> <Just> joking. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe you and my mom just like have a really great conversation about how Paul's scared of commitment. Okay. Oh, that uh, just happened. Fantastic. You know, we well, different, she can, she different can, podcasts. She can be the, Paul's the, life. The next you, guest. <laughs> no. Okay. That, then no. I'm scared of that too. I don't want to do it. Oh. Let's call her right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> special guest. Oh, hello, Paul. What are you doing? Um, okay. So, so where, where are we at? We're not talking about the the path to an agency right now. Well, yeah. I, I. What you brought up, maybe just answer my question. I was going to ask, what, what would be the first thing you do outsource? Uh, so the first, it's like funny because like I feel like the first thing you outsource is content, but then right. that, but then it's also like the last thing that you outsource. Well, what so does that mean? The way that yeah, right. It's I'm making it the, so dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> the, the way that I would look at it, right, it's the is first and the last. When you get a client, what's the very first thing that you do? What's the first thing you do? I mean, so you, they've signed on. They already it's signed a, a contract. It's an onboarding. What is so they're they're already signed a contract, right? So they want you to start doing work. Where do you start? Yeah, you, you start with the on the onboarding. So you always have some sort of onboarding process. So, so let's let's go past that. That you've already are onboarding. All right, you already, you already know. What everyone you're doing. knows what onboarding is. Now, everyone knows now you're, the fifty things that go right. into onboarding. That's right. Now you're doing the work. 
It's, you're, you're always going to have ongoing work as the basis of probably any digital marketing campaign. There's always going to be content. Like there's just okay. always going to be some so, form of content. So it's day one after onboarding. We're starting this campaign for SEO on this this company, this yeah. client. So you're saying you're starting with content. Yeah. I mean, once they've already, uh, we do like content 30, 60, 90s. So we're like, hey, we did like a keyword analysis, competitive analysis. Right, so really you started with competitive analysis. Well, that was a part of the onboarding, right? but you wanted to skip that. No, no, no. no. So, so when you do onboarding, you tell them these are the keywords you want to go after. Well, what we do is we find like we align with what the keywords they perceive to be most important with with the keywords that we did research on and actually have like monthly volume. So they're like, I want to be like Jim, this location. And we're like, cool, that's corroborated by our data. Perfect. We okay. will do that keyword. So, so then you're actually showing them, these are the keywords based on our research that you should be going after. Based these on the ones that you think you should be going after. Yeah. Here's the data. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So really it's, it's starting. So like what you're saying with onboarding is like keyword research, right? Well, there's, that's a, lot, really, there's a lot to it besides yeah. that. Well, let's go. Well, on. you want to skip the whole I thing. want to delve in. I, I don't, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about a whole I don't onboarding know process. Your, your onboarding process. Well, I'll make it, super, make it super quick. Okay. Uh, onboarding process is just making sure we have all the information that we need. So do we have access to all their social media, access to their website, access to their, uh, their hosting? Do we have like all the information, you know, that, that we need to get started? Like, we ask them a little bit about like, themselves. What's your competitive advantage? What makes you better than competitors? Is there any like language we can use in um, ads online that like differentiates you? So like, what you do something like special? So if mm. it's like a lawyer, there's nothing special because yeah. they all do the same thing. But like fitness is like, you know, I would <laughs> I just had to throw that out there real quick. <laughs> but um, uh, but for them, it's like you know, I did I won Ironman like three times. So it's like, whoa, cool, like. Train with the dude that won Iron Man three times, like that's intense. Um, I don't know. That might right. be like a good difference. Yeah. So we can use that for ad copy and we can use that for graphics and stuff. So once you have that like all in, then it's like like I said, keyword competitive analysis. Then we'll start ordering citations. We'll do like directory placements. Okay. That I we we so always that's not a, you do that as a part of the onboarding process or that's yeah. right after you order citations uh, during the onboarding process. Yeah, I mean it's only it's the first like few weeks. Onboarding takes a few weeks. It does. Okay. The one thing that we will outsource no matter what, and I don't think that any person in a million years would ever complain, is that we definitely order citations. Yeah. No I, one in their right mind would, I would wouldn't need anyone to manually do this. Never do that ever. No. Um, no one ever would do that. So, I mean, even just using, like, you know, it's a, like, like a software like, it's, tool. It's like, it's like Yax. I mean, like signing up for we, something we like Yax or we like don't Mom's Local, if we, they're like just one place. Like, I mean, we have cheaper options. Yeah. What do you use for your cheap options? I don't know, actually. <laughs> Ask. I, haven't, I haven't done it in a while. Like, we, we use a service that's, like, great, mm -hmm. and it's, um, yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, it costs us, like, a couple hundred dollars probably, and, like, the client will never know that we dropped, like, $200 of, like, their first month's SEO to do it. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. But it, you know. it's very important. It gets, it, it gets it done. Not all heroes wear capes, you know? <laughs> okay. So, really, okay, so you... Done the keyword research, which you're not going to be outsourcing. No, never. None of that. So the first thing you start outsourcing is local SEO. Oh, you you outsource local SEO? Well, for citation building, oh, which is that. a part of local SEO. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you outsource the citations. Yeah. But like, dude, it's like 400 citations. Yeah. So it, it would take like someone on our team like days. And, and it's relatively cost efficient. It's extremely cost efficient. Especially from a time standpoint. There's some things, like I would tell a client, we're doing citations, we order it from a third party, they'd be like, cool. Because yeah. you don't just don't, you just don't do it. So then I would say after that, the next thing you're going to outsource Un is going to be content. 
you that's what you're gonna do. That's what that's what I would do. And this is you know obviously not not a client we're designing anything, anything for. It's just an SEO related client, unless yeah. it's like uh, you know ad based stuff or with PPC or social. Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll outsource content. You'll probably uh, outsource some graphic design. Yeah, creative stuff. Some uh, creative. For sure. You'll never outsource the creation of a pay-per-click account or an ad. ad. Just do that yourself. You would, yeah, you would always do that. You would that. never. Yeah, because that's like even, it's even the idea of it's even awkward. And that's also a really quick way to lose a bunch of money uh, and not get any results. Well, those people are more specialized too, and they'll cost more money. Um, and then you will outsource link building. Well. I probably won't outsource link building because I have a, the ability to not outsource that. Yeah. Okay. But you could absolutely outsource. You know, you yeah. would probably outsource link building you, if you didn't. You could find a um, consultant that would assist with doing manual like fitness directories. So you have someone go out and be like, find me like up at all the fitness directories are out there that like exist. If there's like niche yeah, ones, just build them all out, and then they'll do it manually. That's actually a really good idea too. Yeah. Is is you may as well. Like we um, we have. A, we have like a list of a hundred legal directors. Yeah. But they have to be done manually. So. Man, too bad you can't that's design what in, software that that's does what interns the, do. You know. You, you might, I don't know. Could be a script. Yeah. So. So okay. that's what that looks like. Yeah. A little bit. Of course, uh, then uh, Andrew's here too. He's oh yeah. Help you do some of that stuff. I think that I think that you should speak with clients though. Andrew, that I should. Okay. Yeah, I think you should. I think you should speak with the clients. And do I think you should do all the reports. I, I think that we can look for opportunities. You should be the one doing the reports and looking for opportunities from the analytics and just stuff in general every month. So yeah. you like the opportunity, dude. Yeah. <laughs> can't put that on a business card. I think that you can. <laughs> opportunity. It's not that long. When we build off the site, that'll be your title. Opportunity, dude. OD. If you want a business card, uh, I got a Moo card membership. We, we make that happen with Opportunity Dude. That's fine. I said, you want a business card that's like, just give them one card. There, <laughs> there it is. Here you go. And make sure you get it back. Yeah, I'm going to need that. Put on a string. Just pull it back. Um, all right. So I think like between us, uh, I can manage outsourcing like all that that stuff and like the analysis. And then, but when it comes to, you know, when that stuff comes back, so like say we outsource like all the content, mm -hmm. you're not going to write any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, just making sure, uh, I don't know if like, I'm going to, I will probably actually publish that stuff uh, where it like needs to be published yeah. and do the actual like on page. Who's going to give the feedback for the writer? So, so your writer, you're going to find great writers, of course, but they're not going to nail it the first time. So who's going to give them the feedback that they need? Yeah. I can, I can do that. You want to do that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's actually very helpful. Um, and then. Managing that, so so the way just it's always worked for me like doing like in-house SEO with, with like teams uh, is that I would provide like the analysis like this is what we want an article on, mm. and then it's it's really simple to just have a template um, that you send out to a writer like I want an article on this it needs to be this amount of like uh, this word count um, I generally don't even say like cover like these keywords in it because mm -hmm. um, like people will just like put a bunch of those keywords in an article right. Um, to hit that word count and it'll just be like kind of illegible. Is that right? Right way to say that? Illegible? No? Illegible. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, it just won't be a really good article at all. So I, I just don't even really give them like additional keywords other than like the subject matter that I want like the, the topic to be written out. So we want to do that and then copy scape it and then just, just manage like that relationship. Yeah. With, absolutely. Like those writers. Um, and so that, yeah, like I don't know if we, you want 
So how I, I did it at like my current job, you know, I created like one Upwork account. I would submit um, basically the outline of what I want the article written about. It would come back. Another person would like then um, review like that copy, mm-hmm. um, manage like if we need to send it back to have that person like rewrite it, you know, um, copyscape it, whatever, send it over to me, and then I would like publish it uh, like live on our website and do like the last niche like a little like SEO stuff that needed to be done to like the article. And so we could just actually copy that exact same uh, format and do the same thing. But yeah, I mean, I'll be able to share the, our processes. Yeah, they're, I don't know if you have a similar process. They're, pre- they're like pretty that. like, I guess, optimized. Yeah. At this point, like. So do you do anything I, any anything differently than that? No, it's probably it's probably gonna look pretty similar. Yeah, it's just it's really I mean, and depending on the level of of content, like if it's going on an actual client site versus like something else out there, right? Um, there's gonna be like a lot more scrutiny, you know. So like. Yeah, you I, are I like, using a PBN, like, I have, like, a, con- I have like a content process I'll share with you. Yeah, okay. All right, so I think we've covered, yeah, we're getting we're getting pretty deep there. Oh my gosh, you're and bo- time. boring people. Man. I know, we're going to have to cut so much out of this. Uh, <laughs> no, you can leave it as is, we were talking about. Just cut out every VPN word. I might actually beep out uh, that word. I don't, I don't want people to know about it if they don't, if they don't know already. They no, they don't. Yeah. They know about it. They're going to look it up and I say, these guys are freaking snake oil just sales. Go to, just go to Ungagged, actually. Uh, um, the new place I, I work, they have tickets to Ungagged. Um, so really? They'll send That's us there cool. For free. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. Uh, well, can I be, well, can I be like an, a, a consultant that I work no. one hour a month so then I can go? Who knows? I've been, sound, I've been Ungagged twice. So it was pretty cool. So, all right. So I think we've covered a lot of things that you're going to outsource, a lot of things that you need to outsource stuff that you shouldn't outsource and some pretty good resources to do that at. Yeah. You should, you should just take these accounts and, and then just sell them to another agency. And then, <laughs> I was thinking and, about and, doing and, that. And then don't tell me about it. Yeah. And it's then, going and great. They, they like sell to you and then it's just like oh, yeah. an never ending circle. Yeah. They're like, I thought that was Paul's client. And I said, Oh shoot. Yeah. All right, so cool. I don't know if there's anything we should cover else we should cover in this particular topic. Yeah, any questions for us? Yeah. Uh, honestly, not really. You excited? I'm very excited. I'm actually yeah. really excited about this. I mean, working with clients like like this in, in this environment is like very unique situation. It does seem like a very like um, booming market too, which is kind of cool. It does. Fitness. Also, uh, this is a unique situation because we have someone giving them to us. Not necessarily giving, but like a steady stream. I'm just getting No, no, no. I'm throwing them at you. You're throwing them at us. Not for free, but you're, you're throwing them at us. Yeah, you, you should see it. It's, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they come in. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed listening to this one. We really kind of straight off topic a lot uh, in this and kind of because I mean, we're a little drunk. I mean, I'm a little drunk. Uh, hopefully, these guys will be a little more drunk. In no, a few I'm just tired. Do some shots, hopefully. Yeah, let's do some shots. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been another episode of SEO's Dead and Other Lies. This is Paul Warren. This is Ryan Clant. Let me mention, if you have any questions based off, the, you know, this this podcast we just had, feel free to uh, email Paul, paul at seosdeadandotherlies.org. Do we have, do you not purchase that? <laughs> yeah, we did. You did? No. You it? No. Just, e- say. just email it. It won't be received. <laughs> I guess I should mention that. Actually, I think we are going to launch a website for this pretty soon. It's going to be yeah, seosdeadpodcast.com, uh, which I... Didn't we have a better name than that? No. <laughs> SEO is dead. It wasn't like Sid? 
Forget uh, it. Yeah. Well, we're going to go with that cut one. Cut this part out. No, now we're wasting listening. people's time. I see it was dead. Keep listening. There's a special bonus at the end. <laughs> All right. And this was Andrew Hernandez. <laughs> this is Ryan Klein. <laughs> this is Paul Warren. Thanks for listening. Thank you.